Welcome, live and direct, from Studio C with Christina Nicole and Georgie D, all the way from the big island of sunny California, IA. I'm George. And I'm Christina Nicole. And together, we are George Stina. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast, Right Beside You, as we do life right beside each other. While sometimes agreeing, sometimes disagreeing, but ultimately meeting meeting in in the the middle. middle. Because at the end of the day, I'm not above you. I'm not below you. I'm I'm right right beside beside you. Cheers. of your favorite podcast, The Right Beside You Podcast, where we do life right beside each other. My name is, you know it, Christina Nicole, and I am here with my best friend, the one, the only, Georgie What is happening? In. <laughs> What's going on? What are we talking about today? Ooh, all right. So we spent a lot of time on the road. Yes, you last, definitely do. But I mean, even us, we uh, we did a road trip. We <gasps> road went to trip. Yosemite, Tahoe, Mammoth, oh my June gosh. Mountain. Oh my god! And it was snowing while we were driving. We went to Shatt's Bakery twice. We almost ran out of gas? Yeah. So Why did we almost run out of gas, George? I was being cheap. <laughs> I was I was really trying to say like eight cents a gallon. <laughs> He's like, nope. Skip. <laughs> three twenty eight? No, I want three nineteen. Okay. And there's then I got five ninety nine. There's one gas station in the middle of nowhere. Kirkwood. Yeah. And I'm like Baby, we gotta stop. Yeah, we, we're so we're driving through the mountains, mm-hmm. and then I'm watching the gas gauge. I'm like, all right, cool. I think we got enough gas to make it to another town. It, we're good. Then we get out, like ten miles outside of Kirkwood, and the light comes on. Then all of a sudden, the gas in that truck it just starts. The it's almost like I can watch the needle moving. <laughs> Every time you press the no, pedal, no, not no, not just just with the truck being on, I can oh, just see no. the needle moving down. I'm like, oh, we ain't gonna make it. And then there's this big sign that says next gas station, not thirty for miles, thirty miles, and we wasn't gonna make it no thirty miles in this snowstorm. I, I was doing calculations in my head because I know most cars have a reserve fuel tank where once the light comes on, you're on E, you still have one to two gallons left. The truck gets about. 15 miles to the gallon, I'd take away maybe two miles because we're going up and down the hills and the mountains. And it was snowing, George. It was snowing. I'm like, all right, cool. We so we're we, going to be pushing. 30 miles, we might be able to make it, but if, no. if we run out of gas and there's no cell phone coverage and it's cold, she going to leave me <laughs> if, and then I'm going to freeze to death in the truck and go find me on ancient artifacts. <laughs> Here we have a 2,500 with a frozen black man behind the wheel. <laughs> so 
we stopped and got gas at this gas station. Then what made it even worse was I got out and my card wouldn't read in it. So I tried two different, two or three different credit cards and it just said processing. Now I finally said, screw it. I pulled the pump off and put it in the car and it's like, you're going to work. Begin fueling. I'm like, yes, we ain't going to die today. Not today, Satan. Not today. Okay, so full circle. <laughs> yeah. That was a tangent, but we do spend a lot of time in the car. Yes, especially because of everything that's going on. But one thing I've noticed mm. is cell phones are a freaking disease. Yeah, they are. They they are literally a disease. That, that might as well be a pandemic, th- that's too. That's the real <laughs> pandemic, yeah, is cell phones because... I, I drive a good amount for work. I drive a good amount to and from work. And I can't tell you how often I look over and I see somebody with their head in a cell phone trying to send a text message or... Trying to scroll Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Why? Why? I mean, it's the... To me, it's just like such an egregious thing to sit there in your car. Take the train, bro. Take the bus. You can Instagram the whole time to and from your destination. Mm-hmm. But just some general statistics that I found from my extensive research by clicking the first link I found on Google. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, apparently, approximately 660,000 drivers are attempting to use their phones while behind the wheel of an automobile every day. Ooh. I think it's more than that. It has to be more than that. Here's the thing. Most people can't even multitask on the most basic level. Some people can't even walk and think. So how do you think you're going to drive and text? There's a lot of folks that can't drive, period. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Like, without putting the cell phone in the mix, there's a lot of people that just can't drive a car. They should not be licensed. Oh, that reminds me. Remember on one of our first dates, taking it back to Pokey, when that lady, not going to say what, she was turning and she was in the second lane over here turning, but she made a U-turn. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, that, that's happened she to me. She almost hit us. It, and then honked at me like I was wrong. <laughs> it's a left turn only yeah. lane. She's about to make a U-turn into the other cars that were in the other... Oh, my gosh. Should we play a game of guess what race it is? No. All right. Next picture, <laughs> please. But, I mean, that to me, that's just one of those things because they say that... Some people say that texting and driving is worse than drinking and driving. Mm. And that the amount of time that you take your eyes off the road to send a text message is way more than it is for any other task. So Mm -hmm. I think that to me, it would make sense to, I, at first when they came out with the cell phone laws, I didn't like them, Mm -hmm. but now seeing it now I can really understand. I feel like they don't enforce it enough. Absolutely. I have to agree. I remember, I want to say my early years in college, one of my good friends in my chemistry class, mm-hmm. her little brother was killed by somebody who was on their phone while driving a car. And she, 
it was it wasn't something that happened personally to me or someone close to me, but just just her advocacy for it because because her little brother died from mm-hmm. someone. She literally was so passionate. She said, "Please don't do this. Like, please don't do this. Don't drive. Don't text." She, she like started an organization. Um, I think it was like a nonprofit under her brother's name because of it. Yeah. I, I mean, wish I knew the name. So sorry, but it, it's it's that serious, guys. What if it was one of your family members? You know, you have to think about it like that. Yeah, they they say one one of every four car accidents in the United States is caused by someone distracted with texting and driving. That's that's crazy, but when you think about it, the percentages of drivers who support the ban on texting is 94%. So people support the so, ban, so but that, not when it comes to themselves personally. So that sounds to me like 20% of people are liars. <laughs> Well, I know you have a story because I remember when you said you got hit by a car simply walking across the street in a crosswalk while it said you may walk. Okay, so before we go to this story, we gotta I gotta take it back before that. Okay. Take it back. Most people know that I have a fundamental bias and hate against Priuses. Yes, because they are not cars, according to George. They are simply appliances. No, welcome to my TED Talk. Okay, go. If you drive a Prius. Dang. (laughs) Sorry, Wise. (laughs) Here's here's the thing. All right, if you choose to drive a Prius. Yeah, if that's the car of choice. Like, if you're like, oh, man, look at my cool Prius. No. A Prius is an appliance that has no soul. It is. Wow. And I think that Prius drivers are the worst drivers on the road. Dang. Because they pollute the fast lane with slow cars. Mm. All right. Now, that's the end of my TED Talk. (laughs) I was. (laughs) Yeah, that actually was for me. Uh, I was walking across the street near LAX Airport getting some water and some lemonade or something from 7-Eleven while my dad was getting our dinner. Get my stuff, check out 7-Eleven, la, 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 walk back up to the corner. I hit the button. The little white man on the light (laughs) tells me that it's okay to go. (laughs) He was trying to get you caught up. That was was sabotage for sure. (laughs) I look both ways. I look left, look right. Nobody's coming. All right, cool. Got my head on a swivel. I step out into the. I step out into the uh, street, and then this little quiet MF rolls up behind me, <laughs> and he hits the corner, and I see the headlights come up behind me out of my peripheral vision. So Ooh. I kind of stop walking. And he turns and he drives right through me. <gasps> and if I if I hadn't seen him, he would have he would have driven straight through me. But because I saw him, I was able to kind of jump back, oh. and he just clipped my knee as I was trying to get jump out of the way. Oh my gosh, George! Every time you tell me this story, it's... and then and he he never even saw me. He didn't even realize he hit me until after I had hit the ground because he continued to drive through me. 
And then by the time I hit the ground, I turn and look and I see his brake lights come on. Wow. It, it was it was that explicit and that egregious to how much he didn't see me. So that's just gross negligence. So he gets out of the car. Oh, did I hit you? What? Yes. Yes, you did. And I, I was my adrenaline was pumping so hard. You wanted to punch him. Oh, I, I wanted to punch fire through his chest. Ooh. Were you able to just pop up? <laughs> yeah, no, I jumped up. Like I, I was amped up though. I was I was one hundred percent adrenaline. Did and you I, cuss him out? No, I didn't. I called my dad and I said, Yo, I just got hit by a car. Come over here before I kill this dude. Ooh. Dang. Because I, I really wanted to beat him into the ground after that. Yeah, of course. But, uh, so I landed on my back. I have, uh, not, I now have a... Slip disc. Uh, yeah, a, what do they call it? A compressed mm-hmm. disc mm-hmm. something or other. Like some of your nerves are compressed, right? Yeah, well, a compressed disc and they, a pinch disc. Is that what they call it? Okay, yeah. And what was crazy about it was his insurance company tried to say it wasn't from the accident, but <laughs> most, a slip disc, that's what it is. <laughs> so, but, it's too early. But most times when people have a, a compressed disc or a slip disc like that, it protrudes out the back mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of whatever reason, bending or something. But mine was protruding out the front because it was from the impact of me hitting the ground after right. I got hit by the car. That's 100% the accident, from yeah. the accident. And I still have back problems today. You do. Behind this guy wanting to be on his phone texting and driving. I think he was an Uber driver that was trying to figure out where he was going or something. He was sitting Well, then there. you should pull over. So that that's my... That's my advocacy plea for today is like, if you have to, if you're trying to figure out where you're going, there's no shame in pulling over for two seconds, figuring out where you're going, or even trying to figure out where you're going at a stoplight. I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do, but that's better than driving a car, going around the corner, not looking where you're going, potentially altering someone else's life. Because I know someone else who got hit by a car, they were on a bicycle, and they got hit by a car, and it totally, they were in the hospital for like six months Ooh. behind it. And the same thing, somebody's on their phone and not paying attention. Here's the thing, guys. We all know we're human. I've done it. I'm not going to say, you know, there aren't times where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm lost. But the thing is, it takes... A few seconds to just pull over. I have to do better, too. I know, George, when you're driving, which is most of the time when I'm in the car, and we're trying to figure out where we're going, I offer, like, hey, do you need help? Because there are times where you pick up the phone, you're like, oh, okay, I'm just going to change the song or something real quick. And I'm like, all right, what can I do? Use your Siri in the car. Yeah. I said, do you need help? Do you want me to look something up? I was like, yeah, you you take care of this. And you know what George says? Can you put on Drake Passion Fruit? <laughs> it's usually... I, I don't even like Drake. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. Number one fan of all time on Spotify. I'm like number two, at least among <laughs> people that I know. Okay, <laughs> let's transition. I Okay, 
we all understand the importance of not texting and driving. All right. Even walking and driving. Walking and texting? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, don't walk and drive. <laughs> all right. Oh, my gosh. There have been some epic walk and text fails. Oh, yeah. People have been walking into poles. <laughs> walking into signs. Oh, the open uh, uh, basement covers in New York. Yes. <laughs> Or oh, what are those little in New York when they have the little manhole? Oh, the steam. Yeah. Steam ports that are open. Oh, that that'll burn you up too. Yeah. So there are some walking goes wrong while texting, and some of them are funny. Some of them aren't, you know, as serious. But you might be walking across the street and texting and get hit by a bus. That's happened before, guys. Believe it or not. All right. Can can I? Can I just throw my oh my own personal opinion out there about sure, this? Sure, sure. All right, so this isn't completely related to the topic at hand, but I have this <laughs> mantra, if you will. Oh, gosh. Okay. That once you reach a certain age, no matter what you die of, it's natural causes. Okay. Like, if you're 80 years old and you get hit by a bus, if you were younger, you would have got out of the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I just wanted to put that out there. It's not it's not important though. I think it's important. <laughs> but okay, basically we're talking about being distracted while walking, while driving, and a huge thing, I'm gonna take it back to when we first started dating. One of my pet peeves, I know I have a lot guys, but one of my pet peeves is if we're on a date or we're eating lunch, or we're having dinner together, or doing a podcast, George. Huh? <laughs> you should not be on your phone. You shouldn't be playing games. You shouldn't be... You should be in tune. Locking eye contact. Does that make sense? Locking eyes. Making eye contact. That's what I meant. Walking and driving. Walking and driving. <laughs> At the same time. That's a huge thing. I know that there have been families that go to the extent of no phones at the dinner table at all. Meaning you have to put it in a basket or a box somewhere away from the dinner table. I mean, to each his own, do it. And that's what you need. But if you have the own your own... Uh, discipline discipline and will to just say, alright, I'm not going to look at it. A lot of times I just put my phone literally... Face down. Face down on the table, especially when I'm eating or I leave it in my purse or I'll just have it next to my nightstand face down on do not disturb. See, I think with the dinner table, I wouldn't even bring the phone to the dinner table. Like yeah. leave it in your pocket, leave it over there. I think that's because even when you there, I forget who it was, but I saw some like psychologist philosopher guy. <laughs> On Facebook, talking about... We're not professionals, guys. Yeah, we're not professionals. <laughs> I'm just a black man with a microphone. Uh-huh. But there's a... He basically said, psychologically, when you're holding your phone and someone's trying to talk to you, you're basically saying, whatever's going on on this phone is more mm-hmm. important than you right in front of me. Absolutely. And he also said that when you... 
put the phone on the counter or put it, even if you put it face down, it still sends the message that if something comes up with this phone, I'm going to give it more attention than I'm giving you. And No, not necessarily. I don't agree. Well, because if it, if it was that unimportant, you just put it away. Well, I, if I see, I have an Apple Watch, so I think for me, a lot of times I just ignore my phone, and I do just, like, glance, and like, oh, it's not important, it's from George. Wow. <laughs> just okay. kidding. Hope George is your side, man. <laughs> no, but I do think that it was very, it was very important, I commend George, and of course myself, that was a... A red flag that wasn't necessarily an issue for other relationships. I mean, it wasn't an issue for this relationship, but in the past, you know, even with friends or, you know, my cousins or nieces and nephews sometimes, y'all know who you are, but I love you. I, I'm just like, all right, I only get to see you, you know, here and there intermittently through our life. Why can't you just put the phone down, step away, let's engage in human contact and connection, not social networking, not, you know, whatever's going, emails, it's not important. Yes. I would like to point out that playing Among Us on the cell phone is uh, uh, quality time. It's not. It is. No, it's not. Me, you can me. also play Among Us when you're not in the same room or vicinity. So why not play, you know, uh, tic-tac-toe? You can't play that. You can play tic-tac-toe on your phone, too. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Why don't we play Monopoly? Dang, you can play that, too, on your phone. Rude. Mm. Let's play Patty Cake. How about that? Slide. Remember we were playing Slide the other day? <laughs> I'm, I'm not... I'm not confessing to anything, ma'am. <laughs> uh, so there has been a whole movement for the no text while walking. There are signs all over the place of, in which I work. You cannot text while walking. No texting, <laughs> no driving. There are some movements and some slogans. Some of them are, arrive alive, don't text and drive. That's a good one. You gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna what? You no gonna text is worth the death. Ain't that the truth? So I think another I think another way or another like issue with the cell phones is cell phones at work. Ooh. Touchy touchy subject. <laughs> because I mean, all right. So my mom's a business owner. There's a lot of times where she'll walk in and people are supposed to be paying attention to the clients or whatever. And they're sitting there texting their friends on Facebook. And she's like, yo, I, I don't pay you to play on your phone. Like, that's not what I pay you for. I pay you to do this job. So I think, you know, like we said in the beginning, the cell phones, the cell phones are epidemic. Okay, so what if you get all your work done and, you know, you're kind of just waiting for more work to arrive? I think that's appropriate because there are some times in which at work there may be a couple minutes of downtime in between, you know, A and B and C and D and E and F. I think you need a chess set in your, uh, in your <laughs> office. 
Okay. Well. But I all right. So one of the things I know for me at work is like if they tell me if they ever come and tell me all right you can't use your cell phone at work, I'm I'm gonna be the most malicious compliance employee ever because if if you're some, gonna bring your iPad. No, no what? somebody because we don't get paid to have our cell phones, but then. We'll sometimes get calls. We don't have internet at my freaking office. So if they start calling me on my cell phone, I'll just not answer. Why aren't you picking up your phone? You told me, I don't get paid to answer this. I've actually said that before. Because my supervisor, he was calling me at 5.50 one morning. He's like, man, you need to turn that thing off on Do Not Disturb. I'm like, bro, so you don't pay for this? Mm. <laughs> I don't have to answer this phone. Dang. So I don't know. I I'm again. I'm not an expert, but the, the moral of the story is: put your phone down. Put your phone down. Stop the texts. Stop the wrecks. Uh, Dang, you just busting out slogans today. Aren't no, you? I'm actually reading some of the oh. most famous. <laughs> I'm like, dang, she good. Stop the texts. Stop the wrecks. <laughs> Um, basically, there's slow this, down, phone down. <laughs> slow down, phone down. There's this uh, picture of this little kid, and he has his little bike helmet on. He's on his bike, and it says, um, "Tell my mom you only look down for a second. Oh. Oh my gosh! Broke my heart. No, I'll tell your mom. Why wasn't you watching your kid? Dang. <laughs> what was he doing in the street? Another one says, a texting driver killed the one I loved. Mm. That's, uh, guys, this is serious. This is serious. I know we're trying to spread awareness and, you know, keep the topic a little light and airy just because we want people to... You know, do what you gotta do, but just not behind the wheel. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Oh, one one of my favorite slogans. They have a. They, actually, there's two of them. Okay, slogan away, boo. All right, the first one is one text or call could wreck it all. That's a good one. And then the other one is there's a billboard in downtown LA that I see from time to time Mm -hmm. and the billboard has it looks like a cracked windshield with a crash test dummy going through the cracked windshield Mm -hmm. and it says only dummies text and drive (laughs) there's a dummy yeah with with a crash test dummy so but yeah the I think just the overall message would be there is a lot of times it's not worth it to um to me it's not worth it to uh, my words aren't working right now speak from the heart baby it, it's not worth it to risk you know injuring somebody killing somebody wrecking your car wrecking somebody else's car no. because you want to Text and drive. So, put your phone down. Are there times, playing devil's advocacy, advocate, are there times where (laughs) we're not advocating for the devil? (laughs) Where it is appropriate to, you know, 
be on your phone? And drive? And drive? I don't, I don't think that there's anything that you can make a great case for. Be, especially... What if you're... Oh. What right. if someone is stalking you and following you and you, like, get your phone to call 911. Oh, and then you fumble your phone. And then you feel like you're going to die. I mean, I, I get that. Do I watch too much Dateline? Yeah. Shout out to Christy. <laughs> Girl, you know what I mean. Oh, all right. How about that movie we watched? Uh, Unhinged? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Did you like it? I thought it was a little over the top. Okay. Did you like it? It was all right. Probably won't watch it again. I'll put it that way. Okay. It, it was worth watching one time, not, not twice. Okay, so what about it? I think... That the when you encounter somebody who's on their phone and waiting at a stoplight, be don't immediately be super aggressive because you mm. don't know you don't know what that person's dealing with. Yeah. And you don't know how they're gonna react. So That is true. Utilize the courtesy tap. That's why I brought that movie up. Beep beep. Yeah. Not Yeah. And that is true because, you know, someone could be going through something, you know, really painful, really sad. They could have just left the hospital and gotten some really bad news. And we're not justifying it, but we're just saying, hey, give someone the benefit of the doubt. If they are on their phone, just, you know, give them a little tap. If you go from a red light and a green light and they don't necessarily look up and notice, just, hey, look, beep. It's your turn. Is green. Well, let's go. All right. Even beyond that movie, the courtesy tap goes a long way. Yeah. Because I have been witness to situations where somebody decided to skip the courtesy tap. Oh gosh. And just straight laid on the horn, and they ended up getting punched in the face. Oh my gosh. So. Or it, worse, shot. Yeah. Or something. But, and, they got, they got punched in the face, and then their car got hit, and then the other person drove off and never found them. <gasps> See, okay. So, the courtesy tap is a real thing because folks out there are crazy. You don't know what you're dealing with. You don't. You really don't know what you're dealing with. You could be pulling up to somebody who is on their last, you know, day, and they're on their way to commit some sort of crime or even suicide yeah. and you just happen to get in their way and mm -hmm. they're like, all right, look, you going down with me. And that takes us to our next topic, road rage. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe in the near future. Oh, you don't want to talk about road rage? Okay, though? go ahead. No, <laughs> no I, I would just say like on just on this whole topic of cell phones and all right, it, I'm going to just break it down. It, welcome to Uncle George's Wisdom cross my legs real quick oh all right <laughs> i think you should put your phone down yes be attentive while driving yes be courteous to the people around you yes pay attention to the people around you when you're around them yeah uh, once again put your phone down don't play games candy crush among us all of us among us is social if you're playing among us with other people in the room that is okay i don't agree but okay. me and nature were having a great time <laughs> 
So shout out to my little niece who loves Uncle George yeah, when he plays Among Us. <laughs> yeah, we were sitting there playing Among Us for like an hour and a half last night. We were having a great time. Too cute to be sus while Uncle George was sipping on a margarita. One minute he was sober and the next minute he was drunk. I was not drunk. <laughs> I was just simply impaired. He started feeling real good. He started dancing, playing the bass ukulele. It was a good old time. Yeah, but that that's kind of, I guess, what I would want to communicate to people is just be courteous, put your phone down. Be courteous, and you don't get punched in the face. Yeah, it seems really simple, <laughs> right? But I want to hear from the people. Let us know some of your stories. We love hearing from you guys, all the DMs, all the text messages. Keep them coming. Slide my DMs. Yeah, slide in George's DMs. Let us know. Have you had any of these close calls personally? Have you been hit by or rear-ended? Mm. By oh, someone yes. who's on their phone. I've also been rearing oh, by, you have? by people on their phones. See? Oh, George right. has a lot of right. stories. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> all right, so when I was a kid. Okay. We're, we're there in, were no cell phones back then. No, no. Okay. They're, they're, you have to be careful with PDA. Oh, Lord. Uh, behind the wheel. So oh, we're Lord. in traffic on the 101 freeway. It's me. I think my I think my mom was driving wearing her blazer, and then my dad's in the front seat. I'm behind my dad, and then my sister's in the other seat. So we're in bumper to bumper traffic, going through like Sherman Oaks or something. And my mom stops, and the car behind us smacks right into our car. Devastating. So we pull over to the side, <laughs> and it's two dudes in the car. Oh. And Please don't tell me what was happening. <laughs> and we go, and my dad saw him. And so they get out the car and they're talking like, you hit us. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. My dad's like, what were you guys doing? Uh, yeah, I just, uh, no, what were you doing? They were back there making out in their car. And they two dudes were making out in their car and they, they rear-ended us. Oh trying to rear-end each other. I don't even understand how... Okay, first of all, why would you make out while you're operating a, a vehicle? In bumper-to-bumper traffic. Why? The, the world may never you know. You can't wait? Is it that serious? I was going... I My thoughts were going a whole different direction. Yeah, but no. We'll save that for right beside you after dark. Yeah, uh-huh. that's after dark Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money reside. Yeah. uh-huh, okay, uh, where all right. we going, <laughs> but yeah, that that's a, uh, so don't make out with your significant other, oh, please don't, in traffic, That that's my other, uh, while we on it, don't do drugs, <laughs> which takes us to our next point, don't smoke crack. And don't dabble in fentanyl either. Oh, God. All right. So <laughs> okay. we're going to have to talk about drugs in another episode, but I'm wrapping this up yeah, right let's now because we are, George we has are off topic. Story. I'm going to go make a margarita. It's 1059. Oh, my God. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of your favorite podcast, the Right Beside You podcast, where we live life right beside <laughs> each other. Uh-huh. And we also occasionally mess up slogans. Yes, we Because do. at the end of the day, I'm not above you. 
I'm not below you. I'm right, right beside you. you. Why right, is that cheer no so violent? <laughs> Why did you do the whole thing by yourself? <laughs> right beside you. Cheers. Congratulations. If you're still listening, that means you made it to the end of this episode. If you want to claim your special prize, hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss out. Also, follow us on Instagram at right beside you. That's R-I-G-H-T-B-S-I-D-E-Y-O-U for exclusive content, daily stories, and some good laughs. Don't forget to review our podcast if you like what you hear. Even if you hate us, whatever, let us know.